welcome to the Transcendence Artist Podcast. This is Amy Miller, our Artistic Director of the Transcendence Theatre Company, and I'm with Broadway's Maggie Kanzler ness And we are diving deep with leading professionals from Broadway, film TV, and the music industry, and more. Life itself is a work of art, and we believe that everyone is an artist. Join us in our conversations with artists that inspire and empower us to go beyond our usual limits and live the best life ever. My name's Amy Miller, and we are so very excited to have you joining us here today. That word transcendence means excelling, surpassing, and going beyond the usual limits. And we are so excited to embark on this new adventure today. We are coming from California's wine country in beautiful Sonoma, and this is a dream come true to have this podcast. I've always felt that conversations are artistry, and everyone is an artist. And so with conversations, I've always been somebody who has loved to be sitting at coffee shops, at long dinners with friends with wines, or at a fire pit looking at the stars. And conversations are the pathway to the future and a reflection of the present moment. And if there's one person that I love talking to, it is my co-host. She's my brilliant friend, the gal who makes me laugh every single day, the godmother of my son, Micah. And here she is, Broadway's and Transcendence's Maggie Kanzler ness How's it going, Maggie? Oh, it's fantastic. I live in Sonoma. <laughs> Amazing. Now, part of our show today is we want to tell people about the Transcendence Artist Podcast, what it means, what we want everyone to get out of it through our inspiration and to get to know us as podcast hosts. So can you share a little bit about yourself and how you got from Kansas all the way to Sonoma, California? Dorothy Gale was born in Kansas. And then I went to Ohio for school at CCM, Cincinnati Conservatory of Music. And then I went to New York and worked on Broadway for years and did tours. You know tours, 801, <laughs> 42nd Street. <laughs> Anytime, Annie. Now, wait a minute. What, what uh, shows on Broadway were you a part of and tours? Uh, Wicked, Finian's Rainbow, um, The Apple Tree was my Broadway debut. Amazing. Yeah. And why do you think you were an artist? Like, what's your why for being an artist? It was the thing that inspired me. And I feel like music is always inspirational to everybody. But um, it's also like the one thing I know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like making people like laugh and, you know, have a great time and have an escape. And right now, especially during the pandemic, people need live theater. They need an escape. Um, I would love to go to the movie theater for Pete's sake. <laughs> I know. That, thanks, COVID. <laughs> so many things that will never be taken for granted again is, is one of the things we've learned during this time. Now, though, how did you get from New York City out to Sonoma, California, and out to the Transcendence Theater Company? <sighs> well, I like wine a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> But everyone said, oh, theater in wine country, that makes so much sense for you. How did we never think of that? But I came out um, to do the show in 2014 and fell in love with your mission, with your company, with everything that it does in the community. 
and it, there just wasn't a question. Um, and we bonded. We weren't friends first, Brad and I were, to be very clear. <laughs> My um, husband, Brad. Your husband, Brad. We, we were friends first. Um, and then he brought me back out there the next year. And you and I had an entire summer to like bond and giggle, do the fire pits, do all the things. And he, I mean, you guys are family. So now I just, you know, basically hang out with you guys all the time. <laughs> Well, you have definitely changed our lives in extraordinary ways. And also, can you share, you are married, and can you share a little bit about the serendipitous story on your last night in New York before coming to Sonoma? My very last night in New York, I met my husband, Brian Ness, and uh, he said, I live in California. I was like, cool, probably never talk to you again. And then I moved to Sonoma and then we reconnected and now I'm a married, married lady. <laughs> well, it's amazing. And you and Brian give me and Brad, who's the executive director of Transcendence and little Micah and our dog junior, just <laughs> days and nights of complete laughter. So, <laughs> so I thank you so much. <laughs> God bless you because you put and, up with our shenanigans. <laughs> Always. People try to make you dress up in a calf can and wigs and things, but <laughs> along with it. It's always a good time. It's always a good time. Well, in terms of me, for people to get to know about me, I come from Cincinnati, Ohio, actually. So, and I you have to say that right. Cincinnati. Well, one time it's like, don't trash the natty is what it was when I came back. So Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> and when I, when I think about what to share with all of our audiences, I always, through the Transcendence Artists, it is amazing to create these extraordinary experiences on stage to inspire and uplift our audiences. But there's this whole other side of the artistry of life. And that to me is what transcendence has really brought into the fold of, of knowing that life is a work of art. I've always said that life is a masterpiece and we can each pave our way to create and paint the pictures of our artistry and make a difference in the world. So when I think of who I am first, it's, it's really, I come to, I actually was listening to Brene Brown's podcast over the weekend, obsessed with her. She's amazing. And she said, what are two values that you have in your life? And normally I have like 14 or 25 or a hundred values I have. But when I put it down to the things I value most out of life are family and friends who are family. That is the top of one of my biggest values. And then the second one is creation is being able to create things, create experiences. So when I look at, you know, who I am from, from a mother to a, um, a wife to a daughter and sister and a good friend, that's kind of how I lead with, um, with my artistry. But going back to my career, which was amazing, I'm from Cincinnati. I did go to CCM like you did for a very small amount of time to be a broadcaster in broadcast journalism. Well, it's all coming to fruition now. <laughs> it is all coming. Here we are in our homes with these fancy microphones and we're doing our podcast. 
And so from there, I fell in love with dancing and musical theater and ended up dream come true going on the national tour of 42nd Street. I did cover Anytime Annie, by the way. And that was my Broadway debut. And then from there, I went out with my husband, Brad, to Los Angeles, where we got into TV and film. And I did a lot of commercials. Were you in? Commercials. I did about 25 national yeah. television commercials. Yeah, you have the face of an angel. So. <laughs> Everything from uh, Walmart to the first face of Clorox Greenworks and a lot of cars, just an I enormous amounts of cars. <laughs> But in terms of very, you know, quickly how we've gotten, we're going to be doing more episodes kind of the story of Transcendence. But the idea of Transcendence Theater Company came out of being in the, me being in the fetal position on the ground crying and asking those deeper questions of life. Like, what would you attempt to do if you knew you couldn't fail? How can you transcend to your next level of artistry? And how can you build something that can bring people together? And so we do these amazing, you want to tell everybody about what we do at Jack London State Park. What we do at Jack London State Park. Yeah. What are, what are our shows? What's the experience of Broadway Under the Stars? You've got wine. You've got food. You're walking around in this wonderful community. Everybody's, it's a love fest. It really is. And then you go into the ruins of the winery and you sit down, you watch the sunset and you see Broadway performers, people from Los Angeles, um, London just coming and sharing their artistry and it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. I fell for it right away. <laughs> and can you believe that it's been, this is the 10th anniversary of Transcendence? Honestly, I'm so proud of you guys and what you've built here and then that I get to be a part of it and to know that it's been going on 10 years, like that's absolutely insane to me and amazing and we're one of the only theater companies right now that are, are doing this and being able to share things from the past. And um, I, I'm just blown away by the company always. Well, you've been here for what? This, that was not my MO. You've been here for six years? Almost. Is yeah. that true? Well, it's not what we have built. It's what we have all built together. So you have been such an... it. <laughs> It's amazing. And can you share a little bit about, um, well, first of all, with this podcast, what what is the concept of the Transcendence Artists and what do we want people to experience in this podcast that we're starting? Well, first of all, that everyone's an artist. I think getting creative is completely therapeutic. Um, I've always been a big lover of um, self-help books and uh, just trying to be better. Um, we all need routine and ritual. As artists, I think sometimes when we're not working, it's a very different routine. And to stay balanced is hard. Now add on COVID and it's even more difficult. But I think it's, it's just about finding that routine, finding what works for you, being your best self every day, being present. Um, and especially like if you're not a clear conduit, then I don't think your work will resonate on stage or in life. Um, I just, yeah. What do you think? Well, when I think of transcendence and it came out of this feeling, cause my background is dance, right? So there was this, and it, 
and to be honest, I was not a very good dancer. I've had these amazing things in my life where I take something I was not good at and then I'd work really hard and I'd transcend all these obstacles and then I'd be like thriving. I think that that's like the story, part of the story of my life. And part of too, what we want people to get out of this podcast is that ability, transcendence, it's an energy. And it means a number of things. So it's an energy and it means overcoming obstacles and rising beyond limits and encouraging other people to do the same. So there's this element of that low that allows you to push, to grow and transcend those levels. And then there's this amazing part. And I want to hear, Maggie, what you feel just about that word and energy of transcendence, because it is that low, but then it is this high of life and these moments where, as you say, your heart explodes and you are appreciating the moment and, you, and you've gone beyond the usual limits in that way, but then it's everything in between. I've, I've searched for years to be able to find the words to define something that is that you can't find the words to explain. It is a feeling. What do you feel that transcendence means? Transcendence? People can barely spell it. <laughs> It's a, it's a hard word. It it literally was this freeing moment to me when I was dancing was how it started. And then it turned in this in, entire philosophy of life. But what does it mean for you? Well, did you have a particular moment, like one moment where you felt transcended? Yes. Like so the moment for you, because I love that for you, because I... I know you as a person that works so hard and, you know, remains very controlled and has so much discipline. Like, when did you feel free for the first time? I don't know that about you, actually. Yeah, well, it it, it is the element of that freedom of overcoming something. I, that's why I bring up those moments in dance to me, because it was all this like struggle or obstacles or not being able to do it. And then there would be this freedom of all your like love and joy and creativity being able to soar out of you. And I found that throughout all elements of life. Um, one of the big moments of my life, too, was when I got married was this element of all these beautiful things combining together that created this feeling, whether it be the energy of your family and friends, being on the beach and nature, you know, marrying the love of my life. It was, it, it's an overwhelming feeling in the heart. And, but, but to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's so many different experiences of transcendence. Here's the thing is that you are, like yin to my yang for sure because we are completely opposite on so many feelings you made me get married i was like i i don't want a big ceremony i just want to elope and have a party and you're like no it will be the most incredible day of your life because you loved your wedding so much and i literally was like <sighs> but you married me so you made me <laughs> I did. I did. I, I love conversations. I'm like, I don't feel that way at all. But I, I think that's why we balance each other out so well. What a more energetic person, I will tell you that much. Well, I appreciate that. I really think, you know, with conversations like this, it's like if we ask the question of what, what about this podcast is special and what do we want to share? 
question for you. I think we're sharing it all. I think we're sharing creativity. We are sharing about a theater company in wine country. We're sharing health and wellness and how everyone can be a better person and hopefully share some love and laughs, really, because everyone needs it right now. Absolutely. I think that there's an element of just discussing life, too, that I've always been fascinated by biographies and learning about people, whether it be past artists, what... What'd you say? And good conversations. Good conversations because everybody has a story. So I think everyone has a story and I've always been so inspired by people's stories. And if I'm watching a biography and seeing their story and I go, wow, they did that. I think this is possible. What's your favorite biography ever? That's a really hard question. I have two. I have one that really, Maya Angelou's biography, I think it's called, And I Still Rise. Mm. And, and watching what she went through in her life and seeing how grateful she was for moments of extreme pain, Yeah, right? That pushed her going forward and that she was this amazing artist. She went from being a she was a jazz singer. She was on Broadway in Hello, Dolly. She, she was a poet. She, her life was incredible, and she was so wise. That's one of the things from her, and she chose her words very carefully, and I want yeah. to be like her. Everybody wants to be like her, 110%. <clears throat> um, speaking of uh, people that have lived nine lives, that's something that's always fascinated me when we talk to our artists, mm-hmm. they started maybe in a restaurant or they started here, they did a theme park or they did a cruise ship or they, you know, almost gave up before um, they got their first gig. That, those conversations are always what I love to know about people because we've all been through the gamut in life. Who hasn't? And I just always find that so inspiring to hear about. Absolutely. And I think by we're going to bring as part of this podcast, different artists onto our show from Broadway to Hollywood to the music industry and just talk to them about life because so many people have so many stories of perseverance. They have so many stories of taking a career that is extremely hard and pushing forward because they feel they have this need to serve in their hearts and create art, which at the end of the day, art means um, something that's beautiful. And so bringing all these people's stories together, and I always have a phrase, do it for the story. I, I just thought life is one great story. And so to be able to talk and have people um, share about their artistry with that. What are some of the things I wrote them down? Actually, we, we were talking about conversations of health and wellness as well, because a unique spin of transcendence was combining health and wellness with the arts in the community we serve. I feel, I feel that art is affects the, especially mental health of people. It, it is, we are paramedics for the soul. We are there to uplift people in moments of need. We're there to help people escape and we're there to, (laughs) I know it's idealistic, but push the human race forward so they can rise to their next level, especially Mm -hmm. during the pandemic 
when things do seem impossible and there's this serendipitous journey of life that is complete theater to me. It's got comedy and tragedy and joy and wacky characters. And how do you feel about that, Maggie? I'm sorry, you said paramedics to the soul. So I stopped there and had to like take a moment because I thought that's the most beautiful thing you've ever said. <laughs> Not it's, it's looking at all of us in life. All of us are important, no matter what job we have or well, who we are. We forget, I think we forget in our industry that what we do is important because sometimes we're like, we just sing and dance. But no, you're you're doing so much for the heart um, and giving people that moment to take away and an experience that they'll always remember. And I think that's huge. Yeah, I I love being an artist in this world because I love creating things. And part of the great thing of Broadway Under the Stars with the, was this idea, like, how can you make this night that we always say, well, I'm known for saying, are you ready to have the best night ever? <clears throat> and that True. doesn't, it, it's copyrighted. exciting. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it's copyrighted. <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> and it's that element of, it, it doesn't mean that every day and every night is the best night ever. Right. But it's that element of appreciating every moment of life. And when people come to that energy at the park, which I feel is so electric because so it's live theater. Walk in. It's palpable, truly. What does it feel like? Can you explain it? There's an energy surge. It just is. I mean, it, it could be 101 degrees and you still walk up that hill and you greet everyone and the community is just all so tight knit. And then people that are coming for the first time, I they feel it, <laughs> they just do. I don't know how to explain it specifically, but it's just, uh, it's something that really um, gave me energy and life in a way I hadn't had living in New York for a while. I was so tired and just felt so beaten down by the industry and whatnot. And then you come out here and you get a refresher. And I know that all of our performers feel that. It's like, this is their retreat. This is their joy. So instead of it being my retreat, I just moved out here. <laughs> Sorry. Nice choice. Nice choice. <laughs> well, and that energy of the park to me is all these people in this community being together. So people come and they're, they're surrounded by nature. There's stars and moons and comets flying in the sky and birds flying. And, and it, and people leave to me with the hope that they're feeling this transcendence energy and they're going to go out and live their dreams and keep, keep living life to the fullest and appreciating every moment. I like everything you said, except for the birds. You know, I don't <laughs> like birds. They scare me. But the birds are fun when they fly. No, no, like when you release those doves, <laughs> that song flight with the trio. Thank God I wasn't in that because that would have scared me. I would walk by them and they'd be cooing. And I was like, Oh, I know this will be magical, but yeah. <laughs> It's always an adventure at Jack London State Park. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and and one of the things too about transcendence, when we look at the artistry of everyone in life, is that you're here to serve. You're here to inspire and make a difference. Whatever your artistry is, is you are here to create a masterpiece and use your masterpiece to make other people's lives beautiful. And I've said this to you before, the difference between doing theater in New York or on tours and whatnot, you didn't have that connection with the community. You're in a, a theater. You don't really see the audience's faces. Here you see everyone. You see somebody that you made a connection with at the picnic and they become your friends. And they, uh, it's just such a special, unique theatrical situation that I couldn't get enough of and still here. <laughs> and it is a special community. And that energy of transcendence is like a ripple effect, people say. And throughout all of the programs we do with kids and all of the shows outside the park and our community engagement programs, we're really on a mission. And that's why we're doing this podcast too, to share that energy of transcendence with the world to encourage them to rise beyond, but really at the end of the day to appreciate the artistry of life and live it to the fullest. That's it, gal. You said it all. And well, we've got a couple, I've, I'm looking here, like a couple things that we want to share with everyone in this podcast is providing inspiration and motivation and that energy of transcendence. Definitely. And we want to share two tools for creativity, different inspired actions that we're going to talk about at the end of this podcast, and then tools to empower people to commit to their wellness, to live their best lives ever, because that's how you can stay strong to continue creating art in the world. Um, I also think life is magical and serendipitous about how it brings people together. We have some rapid questions, right? So yeah. getting to getting to know your hosts that are going to take you on this transcendent journey, I'm going to ask it first, right? Well, if you guys have never seen The Spy Who Dumped Me, that is Amy Miller and I's relationship. Truly like complete opposites and yet it works. So I highly recommend that movie with Kate McKinnon because... And it, I'm Mila Kunis. You're Mila Kunis because Amy's like so put together and proper and then she's got a weird sidekick. Like that's just... That is our friendship. But go ahead, rapid fire. Well, and the great thing about us, though, is that we are we are this like we balance each, each other out and it's very fun and we come to it with different perspectives. So that's why doing this podcast is going to be great because we're going to do two different sides of things. So first question, are you Hoda or Kathy Lee? Kathy Lee. I'm Hoda. You, um, Oprah or Gail? Oprah. I'm Gail. <laughs> I'm your lady lover. All right. Are you Elphaba or Glinda? It had to be Glinda. Well, you played Glinda. So I am Elphaba. I like to be an Elfie, but like, this is why rapid fire is bad for me because I always want to explain. All right. Are you sweet or savory? I'm sweet. I love a good cookie and pie and cake. You? I love salt, please. <laughs> well, right now we are complete opposites on everything. Are you peanut butter or jelly? Jelly. I'm peanut butter. You're peanut butter. <laughs> Are you Kelly Clarkson or Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston. Oh God, I'm totally Kelly. I love how we're opposite of this. Are you Alice or Dorothy? Alice. And I'm Dorothy. I fell down the rabbit hole and landed in Sonoma. <laughs> Amazing. Are you New York or California? I'm from Ohio, but I'm a California girl at heart. 
Yeah, I would have said New York my entire life, and then you guys made me move out here. I'm telling you. Okay, we're yeah, both. I was going to be at California. <laughs> hey, we love it here. And then, are you yin or yang? I think I'm the yang because I I like to snuggle, so I feel like <laughs> I belong down here. I was looking up what yin and yang meant, and I'm like, I'm both. I I don't know. I want to say yin because you're yang, but I am so confused. I guess we have to look that up on the next podcast and we explain to our audience what a yin and a yang is. <laughs> we will. I like our two perspectives, which is amazing. And I think everyone should have different perspectives and conversations in life. Okay. So we have some inspired actions. Do you think before the next podcast, do you have any anything to inspire people to take an action? To go beyond the usual limits. Activity-wise, uh, honestly, like getting my clothes on and out for today keeps the virus at bay because it's very easy to sit at home and not feel like your best self. But getting dressed and slapping a lip on is is something that's really helping me. So that's for inspired action. But I've been obsessed with my morning pages. You know this. Yes. Um, so Julia Cameron. She's best known for The Artist's Way, but she's got other books. So I picked up Finding Water because I really miss swimming. I miss going to the gym, mm -hmm. taking our water fit classes that always made us feel so great. I miss just swimming outside in my pool. And so I picked up that book and I started getting on my morning pages kick again. And uh, my journals are full. <laughs> um but it's, it's just been something that's been a great action for me and getting the chance to read right now. I'm trying to use my time when I'm usually memorizing steps and songs for all of our wonderful shows that we do. But then when I come home, I just want to zone out. So it's been nice to read like, oh, I read a fiction novel for, you know, the first time in, you know, a year. Um and then all of the wonderful books that we will probably discuss with many of our artists. Right. You know, waking up every day and doing something positive to start out of the gates really helps me. I think that's wonderful. And and one thing uh, that we do share as a similarity is our passion for writing and reading. We're yeah. going to write a book someday. We got we got a lot to work on, many books. So another inspired action from me is sometimes we have to go beyond the usual limits to slow down. So I really encourage people, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do, take yourself to watch a sunrise or a sunset. Take yourself and make make a moment and make a commitment. And when you when you watch something of that beauty and you watch the actual sunset or sunrise and that afterglow or the glow of a day starting, it makes you think about life and appreciate life. So so I encourage people to go. If you ever vacation with Amy Miller, she is obsessed with her sunrises and her sunsets, and she is not wrong. But she's very, she's very particular. She needs to see the sunrise and the sunset. I have watched sunrises and sunsets with so many people. And it's like a celebration and extravaganza all the time. So that's about that. I love that about you. <laughs> you also love a fire pit. I do love a fire pit. I love the stars. Basically watch sun, sunrises, sunsets, or sit outside oh, under God. the stars. Sunset. 
sunrise, sunset. That's all. I didn't warm up Good today. job. Good job. Um, so we're, we always end our podcasts with an inspirational quote. Maggie, what do you have? Gosh, I have to go classic Audrey Hepburn. Duh. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. I love that one. I have a Howard Thurman quote. That's one of my favorites. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. So that is good inspiration to have us soaring until our next podcast. We appreciate everyone being here to listen. And we hope we brought some laughs and joy and inspiration. So Maggie, are you excited for the next podcast then? I can't wait. <laughs> well, we wish everyone an amazing, inspired day. Go out and uh, go beyond the usual ever. limits. <laughs> That's right. Go beyond the usual limits. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, find more information at bestnightever.org and have the, the best, best day, day ever. ever.